Hello, and welcome to the Mount St. Mary's University podcast, Live Significantly with President Tim Trainer. My name is Bob Brennan. I'm very pleased to be joined by the 26th president of Mount St. Mary's, Tim Trainer. Hello, President Trainer. Howdy, Bob. How you doing? I'm doing great. We're launching this new podcast in order to provide an inside look at the Mount for our students, alumni, parents, and benefactors, and those who want to know a little bit more about our university. And each episode will feature Mount alumni and students who are leading lives of significance. Hello, and welcome to the Mount St. Mary's University podcast, Live Significantly with President Tim Trainer. This is Tim, and I'm very pleased to serve as the 26th president of Mount St. Mary's University. Today, it is my pleasure to welcome Heath Tarbert, class of 98, to the Live Significantly podcast. Heath is the chairman of the Commodities Futures Trading Commission and received his bachelor's degree in accounting and international business from the Mount. We're proud to have you on. Welcome, Heath. Thank you. Heath, during your time at the Mount, was there anyone that truly inspired you and encouraged you to go down the path you're on? Well, wow, that, that's a that's a tough question because, quite frankly, there were many people that truly inspired me at the Mount. Um, perhaps a cousin, uh, a couple dozen professors, as well as my fellow students. Um, but I would say, Tim, that two people stand out as mentors that, that particularly encouraged me uh, towards public sector leadership. The first was George Houston, uh, your predecessor, one of your predecessors, former president of the Mount, who taught me accounting. And the second was Charles Bites, who was then head of the business department. Uh, today, he would be the equivalent of the dean of the business school. Um, and, and Dr. Bites, in particular, I had a four-year relationship with. He was my freshman seminar teacher. Uh, and then I was obviously in the business department for my four years there uh, and ended up teaching me at the end and staying as a mentor uh, after I left the Mount. Um, and, and the great thing about uh, Dr. Bites was that he did have a career in public sector leadership. Like you, uh, he was retired from the Army. And he had served in Vietnam as an officer commanding troops. And then he was at the Army War College in Carlisle. And then after retiring from teaching on the faculty there, he spent about 20 years at the Mount. So this is an incredible experience. Well, I got, I got to say, Heath, I got to say hua uh, for, the, <laughs> for one of my uh, uh, veteran, uh, Dr. Bites. And uh, that's, that's great. Um, and so as you've progressed, uh, Heath, you've worked with some of the most influential people and institutions in D.C., including the White House, Supreme Court, and the World Bank. What was it like working with them? Well, they were all very different, but they were all amazing experiences. Um, it, it, tr truly fascinating uh, to see how Washington works. Um, and I will say that as a result of those experiences, I, I have even greater confidence in our country and its future. Wow, that's great to hear. So, so how did you motivate yourself to keep going and strive to be what you wanted to be through all of that? Well, I tell you, you know, just like everyone else out there, whether it's Mount students or alum, there are many times that, you know, I obviously doubted myself and, and doubted my abilities, but I always felt like, you know, you just had to learn to pick yourself up and, and keep going. Uh, there's that old saying, a half a life is showing up. Uh, and quite frankly, that sometimes is true. In my office here, I'm looking at a picture of Winston Churchill that I've had through the last 20 years of my career. And I sort of carry it around to every, to every new job that I have. 
And um, I had the opportunity to read some books about Sir Winston and, and just sort of look at him as a potential historical role model. And he, and he always said, the first thing he said was never give in, never, 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 never. So I have to remind myself of, of, of Churchill in those dark days during World War II. And the second thing he says, which is sort of humorous, is if you're going through hell, keep going. Uh, eventually you'll get out of it. So I have to remind myself of those things often. Um, and I also get encouragement from people that have, have, have also gone through tough times and feel like, look, if they can do it, I can do it, and everyone else can do it too. Wow, Heath, that, you know, that philosophy has carried you well, and it's gotten you to a, 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 you know, a bit of a pinnacle point here. Did you ever think you would be the chairman of the Commodities Futures Trading Commission? Well, I joke when when people talk about the CFTC, I say, and this is this is a true this is true. It's the most important government agency that most Americans have never heard of, uh, and it's important because the price that you pay for gasoline, uh, the, the 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 amount that you pay on home interest for your mortgage, and even the cost of your groceries are essentially set by the derivative markets that that my agency regulates. Um, and we, we oversee $4 trillion in notional amount of derivatives per day. Um, so being the head of the CFTC, I don't think it's something that in first grade or even college, you say, one day I want to be head of the CFTC. Uh, um, uh, but, but it is a tremendous experience. And I will say uh, that the first time I learned about the derivatives markets and the various instruments that we regulate today was actually at Mount St. Mary's on the third floor of the Not Academic Center uh, as a as a sophomore. Wow, that's 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 incredible, and you really have have uh, lived significantly and achieved much uh, in a uh, a relatively short career thus far. And I know there's a, there's going to be more uh, successes in the future. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. At Mount St. Mary's, the extraordinary experience we have here will create careers and lives that matter out there. Because from the minute we arrive, and for every moment that follows, we live significantly. Welcome back, everybody, to the Live Significantly podcast. I have with me today Heath Heath Tarbert, who's uh, uh, the chairman of the Commodities Futures Trading Commission. Heath, back in August, you named new directors to your leadership team. What qualities do you look for? in people when it comes to selecting someone for your leadership team? Well, I look for a few things. Uh, I'd say the first thing I look for is a, you know, personal integrity, character. People who walk their talk and do what they say they'll do are the only kinds of people that I think can, can lead. So that would be the very first thing I look for. I also look for people that are tough but kind. Uh, being mean is not a, strength, uh, a sign of strength, but I think it's a sign of weakness. And what I like to tell people here at the CFTC is uh, we don't teach people how to be good, but we hire good people. Uh, third thing I would say is I want people that are team players. Uh, our, my executive team really needs to function, the agency's executive team, as a single unit. And, and we can't pick on challenges from the outside if, if we're challenged by, by issues in the inside. So having a group of team players is critical. And then the fourth thing, I think, is, 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 is the best leaders, in my opinion, are confident enough in themselves to hire people with greater expertise and capability uh, that you need to help run the organization. 
I'm privileged because the CFTC, in many ways, brings together all of the interests that I've had throughout my career in financial regulation and accounting, many of the things that I learned at, at the Mount, but it's also very technical. So one of the things I've looked for is finding people that have had decades of experience in the private sector and the public sector so they can bring that to bear here on behalf of the agency. And I'm happy that in many cases they know far more than me about the specific areas under their, under their jurisdiction. Yeah, he, uh, you, you mentioned what you learned at the Mount there briefly, and you've, you've developed quite a pedigree in terms of your academic uh, credentials, and I want to come back to that for a minute here. After you graduated from the Mount, you moved on to the University of Pennsylvania Law School, and then after that, you went to the University of Oxford. How did you take what you learned at the Mount and apply it to those two schools? Well, one thing I always say is that my education at the Mount prepared me just as well as many of those future colleagues who came from Ivy League backgrounds. Um, and in fact, I think when I was at Penn at Oxford, I felt even far better prepared. Um, the Mount's core curriculum, for example, I think leaves uh, our students far more well-rounded. Uh, the analytical rigor uh, of, uh, of taking courses in philosophy, in quantitative, taking mathematics, all of that, I think, was critical and give me the well-rounded education that I needed at, at those additional institutions. There's that emphasis on writing and communication that has been incredibly helpful literally since the day I left the Mount. And then finally, I often uh, make the case for, as I know many other alumni do, that about half of my Mount education came from the classroom, but, but it, the other half came from outside the classroom, getting along with other people learning how to lead in campus organizations, conflict management. I mean, I've had uh, the opportunity to engage in, in trade and other negotiations with foreign nations. And some of what I learned in Pangborn Hall and Sheridan Hall as a, as a freshman, uh, I've been helpful even to this day. Um, and I would say that my relationships with Penn and Oxford are, are terrific. And those were fat. Those are fabulous institutions. I'm proud of my, my tenure there. But I will say that, that for me, I, I have the closest relationship to the Mount because it's, it's, it's basically a second home. And, uh, and, and Heath, what you do now is so complex. I, I think that everything you've shared so far, can you tell, tell us about what does a day, a typical day in the life of Heath Tarbert look like? Well, every day is, is sort of a new adventure. My guess is that my schedule looks a lot like a university president, uh, similar to yours, Tim. Uh, <laughs> the first thing is, is that I have, and I, I, I checked with my secretary today just to sort of see what she thought. I have about between 30 and 50 meetings every week. Uh, along with about two to three public speaking events. So that's one thing. It's, it's, it's a lot of meetings, a lot of meetings with key stakeholders. So just to give you a sense, earlier this week, I was in New York. I spoke at the Federal Reserve Bank of New York's Treasury Market Conference. So there are about $2.6 trillion in notional amount of Treasury futures. Uh, so I spoke to, to those that are interested in the Treasury markets, and later that day, I was on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange uh, on CNBC uh, on, on their closing bell segment, uh, where I talked about a few issues that are before the agency. Um, I've, uh, earlier this week, I spoke to 40 to 50 leaders in the electric utility industry, a meeting with uh, two key CEOs who run some of our exchanges, uh, both in the United States and abroad. 
Um, and then I met with uh, the chairman of the House Agriculture Committee as well as the ranking member. Those are the those are the, the congressional committees that over that oversee us and our operations. I approved our our budget, uh, which is in the hundreds of millions of dollars, uh, and and met with members of the administration yesterday. I was in the White House, and I inadvertently ran into the president and said hello. Uh, so so every week is is a new is a new adventure. Um, one thing I will say that I try to do, I don't always necessarily uh, do it to the extent I'd lo- like to, but I've got two small children, uh, ages five and eight, two, two boys. And so what I've tried to do is to, to come home every night by 5.30, have dinner with them, uh, wrestle with them on the floor a little bit, uh, put them to bed, and then I come back into the office for another couple of hours uh, of, of fun. It's an exciting job, but 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 one thing I would say is, I'm trying to ensure that, like everyone else out there, we really integrate our our work life and our family life. And Heath, it sounds like you do such a great job with that, with an incredibly busy schedule. So uh, since you're so busy, let's take another break here and we'll be right back. How do you want to be remembered? Please consider including Mount St. Mary's in your will or state plan. Remembering the mountain your plan is easy, qualifies you for membership in our 1808 society and will provide opportunities for future students to call them out their home. For more information, visit our website at msmary.edu. Welcome back, everyone. We have with us today Heath Tarber, class of 98. He's the chairman of the Commodity Futures Trading Commission, and he received his bachelor's degree in accounting and international business from the Mount. Heath, as we close up here, can you offer some words of wisdom for our current Mount students who also want to live a life of significance like you are? Sure, I'd be happy to. I'm not sure how much I have to contribute, but a few things that I guess I've thought of over the years are many things that actually were taught in my freshman seminar course at, at Mount St. Mary's. Uh, one of the books we had to read that I found particularly important, and I've kept it with me uh, for the last 25 years, years is Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. And one of the things he says in that book is that everyone has a unique mission or purpose in life. And and it's really key that we try to discover what that is. And I would say, wherever it takes you, don't be afraid to walk away from the crowd. Don't live someone else's life. Uh, live your own life. Um, there's a unique purpose, I think, for all of us. And, and I would encourage all Mount students to, to discover what that is and to pursue it. I'd also say that my faith has been important to me over the years, and there's no question that the Mount helped me deepen my commitment to the church. Uh, So faith is important, and I would continue with Mount students to take advantage of the fact that you are there uh, on the land that Mother Seton was on, where all those uh, former leaders of the church uh, got their education, and it's really, truly a special place. And the final thing I might say is don't take yourself too seriously. Uh, Every Act Wednesday, uh, we're told or reminded that we come from dust, and to dust we shall return. So regardless of what's going on in your life, it's often important to think about that uh, and don't take yourself too seriously. Thank you, Heath. Um, You know, you talked about that last point. I'd like to expand on that last point uh, and see if you can expand on that last point about don't take yourself too seriously. One of the things that has impressed me so much about Mount grads over the last three years is they're just folks who uh, know how to roll up their sleeves and get things done and work together. And 
that collaborative mindset I've seen from alumni and also the staff here, I think has, has, was started in part on uh, built on the ethos that uh, is built at the university through the curriculum and the whole developmental experience. Did you see uh, uh, that kind of experience? Did you feel you got that kind of experience, this idea of teamwork and, and working together to get your roll up your sleeves to get things done? Did you uh, experience that here or find that foundation while you were here? There's no question about it, Tim. I think one of the things that the Mount has always described itself as is a, is a community, and it and it truly is. And the idea that we're all in it together, that there's something larger than ourselves, and that we're going to learn to work together to to pursue our goals is is really truly important. Not every organization has that ethos. I'm lucky that here at the CFPC, there's a similar tradition. It's a smaller federal agency. We have a very unique mission. And, and we also have a culture of pragmatism and sort of, in some ways, Midwestern values because we started out in the agricultural sector. So that kind of community sense is here as well. But there's no question that the Mount has that. And I think that's one of the key attributes of the Mount that should always be cherished and passed from generation to generation. Unfortunately, this is all the time we have today. Thank you so much, Heath. I've really enjoyed uh, speaking with you again. And thank you for t- again for taking the time to talk with us today about how you lead, uh, lead and live a life of significance through hard work, dedication, and leadership. Folks, please be sure to visit the Mount's website at msmary.edu backslash podcasts to learn more about how our other alumni are leading a life of significance. Thank you and go Mount!